It's April 21st, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top story today, the head of the Luhansk Regional Military Administration told CNN that 80% of his region's territory is under Russian control. He went on to say that shelling has been happening without any respite in the area, which has destroyed the electricity grid and all water supplies. Luhansk is the farthest eastern region of Ukraine and has seen a separatist insurgency fueled by Russia since 2014. Yesterday, the U.S. Department of the Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control designated Russian commercial bank, transcapital bank, and a global network of more than 40 individuals and entities led by U.S.-designated Russian oligarch Konstantin Malofiev including organizations whose primary mission is to facilitate sanctions evasion for Russian entities. If you want to hear more about avoiding sanctions and whether sanctions work at all, listen to yesterday's Deep State Radio featuring David Rothkoff in conversation with Jay Newman. President Joe Biden is set to announce plans Thursday to send additional military aid to help Ukraine fight back against the Russian invasion. The new package is expected to be similar in size to the $800 million package Biden announced last week. It includes much-needed heavy artillery and ammunition for Ukrainian forces in the escalating battle for the Donbass region of eastern Ukraine. This would bring the total military assistance that the U.S. has given Ukraine to over $3.3 billion. Palestinian militants fired several rockets into southern Israel from the Gaza Strip early Thursday, and Israeli aircraft hit militant targets in Gaza. The cross-border strikes came against the backdrop of Israeli-Palestinian tensions that have been boiling in Jerusalem. Last year, similar tensions led to an 11-day war between Israel and Hamas. At least 1,900 children under five have died from malnutrition in Ethiopia's embattled Tigray region in the past year, according to a study conducted by regional health officials. A doctor involved in the study said the true number of child deaths from malnutrition is likely higher as most families are unable to bring their children to health centers because of transportation challenges. Tigray has been cut off from the rest of Ethiopia since June, when fighters from the Tigrayan People's Liberation Front recaptured most of the region as federal forces withdrew. India's Supreme Court on Wednesday ordered authorities in New Delhi to stop tearing down Muslim-owned shops and other structures near the site of recent communal clashes. Critics allege these operations are an attempt by Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his ruling party to intimidate India's Muslim minority, which makes up around 14% of the population. The stay on the demolition will remain in force until a hearing, which is scheduled for today. A U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration plane is scheduled to land in Honduras today to extradite former President Juan Orlando Hernandez to the United States. Hernandez faces a trial on drug trafficking and arms possession charges. Hernandez has been accused of accepting millions of U.S. dollars in bribes in exchange for protecting alleged drug traffickers from investigation and prosecution from 2004 to 2022 when he was president. 
In their only televised debate ahead of the special runoff on Sunday, French President Emmanuel Macron and far-right leader Marine Le Pen confronted each other on the cost of living, Russia, climate change, and immigration. Despite a strong performance from Ms. Le Pen, a snap poll voter suggested 59% of viewers thought Mr. Macron had come out the winner. Mr. Macron has an eight-point lead according to a Harris poll ahead of Sunday's election. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin spoke with China's Minister of National Defense on Wednesday, the first call between the two officials since the start of President Joe Biden's administration more than a year ago. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby said the two talked about relations between the countries and regional security issues, as well as Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. In my opinion, China has really receded into the background during this conflict, but it is vital that we don't take our eye off the ball. China's signing of a military deal with the Solomon Islands that we reported yesterday shows that they are not slowing down, and they are learning the lessons of the war in Ukraine for a potential invasion of Taiwan. In lighter news, Swifties are bugging out. Taylor Swift, who has won 11 Grammys for her work, now has a millipede named after her. Derek Hennan, an entomologist who completed his PhD at Virginia Tech in 2020, discovered a millipede species and named it in Swift's honor according to a paper published Friday in the journal Zookeys. The species is called Nanaria swiftae, or vernacularly, the swift-twisted claw millipede. Interestingly, there are a host of insects named for famous people including multiple species named for former President Barack Obama. If you're curious, check out the list on Wikipedia. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. So go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, tune into Deep State Radio to hear David Rothkopf's conversation with Jay Newman about sanctions, and later today to hear a conversation about the potential use of nuclear weapons. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. (laughs) 